Good evening, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. Tonight we're learning Maseches Psachim, Daf Samach Zayin. We're going to be spending the night learning a number of drashas and learning about the prioritization of different types of tumah between a Zav and a Mitzorah and a Tamei Meis. And we'll see some uh, reversals on what we might have thought. Of course, we know that the Aviyah Vosa Tumah is going to be Tamei Meis, but there actually are some some chumras of other types of um, tuma, let's say, for example, a zav, all of whose discharges are equally severe, right? If the roko and zovo of a zav, that's still an av tuma. So that doesn't, ha- that doesn't happen with a, uh, with a maze because he's dead. So it could be that a zav is worse. So we're going to go through a variety of different, uh, different aspects of tuma because we need to understand how the Korban Pesach functions as it relates to tuma. And with that, the Gemara opens on the bottom of Samach Vavamidbeis, right at the first of the longest lines. Yesterday, Ashkechan, we learned Tamidu Pesach Dadachu Shabbos. We learned Xera Shabbos yesterday, maybe a Kalvachomer, if you recall, the Kalvachomer that only Hillel Hababli had that maybe nobody else had the Masora for. And we learned about a Tamidu Pesach, that these two korbanos, that they were Doche Shabbos. Remember the beginning, Hillel Ababli couldn't remember, not Hillel Ababli, it was uh, the Bnei Besever, they couldn't remember what the din was. And then it came to Hillel Ababli, he's like, of course, Pashat, you're allowed to do the Korban Pesach on Shabbos. So that we know. What happens if the Tzibor, if Rov of the Tzibor is Tamei? So are we, are we still allowed to do the Korban Pesach? That is a Shaila. How do we know that that's true, that if most of the Tzibor is Tamei, we know the famous principle of Tumah Hutra Tzibor. How do we know that if most of the tzibur is tummy, that we can still bring the korban pesach? That's a great question. Like we know in general that if one person is tummy, we spoke about this yesterday. We'll speak about it more today. That the halacha is that he should not be eligible for the korban. A person is tummy, whatever. We said this yesterday. You can't you can't just take a korban when you're tummy. It's kachim. It's kachim kam. You're not allowed to touch it. So how do we know that when it is a case of tuma of the tzibur? So would we then say that one is allowed to bring the Korban Pesach? We know the answer is yes, but where do we know it from? Amre, we will see from the following. Amre says the Gemara, Ki Pesach Shabbos, just like we made an equivalence between the world of Pesach and the world of Tamid in regards to Shabbos to say that the Korban Tamid and the Korban Pesach can be brought on Shabbos. Here too, by the world of Tumah B'Tzibur, Yaliv Tamid Mi Pesach we would say the same exact thing. Good. So asks the Gemara, Pesach Gufe Minolan, but Pesach itself, if you're going to learn from Pesach, Pesach itself, from where do we know that Pesach itself, one is, if it's a Tumah B'Tzibur, how do we know that that is allowed to still be Karev, that the Korban Pesach can still be brought on Pesach? We know that we can learn from Pesach to, to the Tamid, from the Korban Tamid, because of the Gzeir Shavu we saw yesterday. But fundamentally, basically, how do we know that Pesach itself for that, that that's allowed? So answers the Gemara, a couple of different answers. Here is answer number one. Let me just give you a little bit of what's coming. We're going to learn an answer from Rav Yochanan. We're going to learn an answer from Reish Lakish. And then Abai is going to come back to the answer of Rav Yochanan, and we'll conclude with this answer. But let's, let's go through the process. Says the Gemara, five lines from the bottom of the page. Again, the question, the question that we're an, trying to answer is, and this will cover the next um, half an Amud, is how do we know that when a, when a Tzibor is Tameh, how do we know that we're still allowed to bring the Korban Pesach? So the Gemara answers, Amar of Yochanan, Damar Kra. The Pasuk reads as follows, Ish Ish ki Nefesh, and the Gemara makes a drasha. The Pasuk reads, Ish Ish ki Nefesh, that when a person is a Tameh Nefesh, if on Yudalid, a person is going to be Tameh, so then it's Nidche, it's pushed off 
to Pesach Sheni. Yudalad Nisan is the ideal day. Yudalad Iyar is Pesach Sheni. So then you bring the Korban Pesach if, a, if an individual is ineligible for the Korban Pesach because he's Tameh. So he postpones it until Yudalad Iyar. But Sibur, Leis Lehuta skipped a line. Ish nidchel Pesach Sheni ve'ein Sibur nidchel Pesach Sheni ela avde betuma. But when it comes to a Sibur, we don't postpone them to Pesach Sheni to Yodalit Er ela avde betuma. We do the korban, but we do it even though the Sibur is betuma. So this is the Gemara's answer. Rabbi Yochanan says it's from a pasuk. This is how we know that a tuma. Uh, of a tzibur that we're still allowed to do a korban pesach because the drasha is that an ish, an individual, by him we were nidche, we push him off. We we know the concept of nidche from a fast day, right? If you have a regular fast day uh, that falls out on Shabbos, even Tishabah, we push it off, except for Yom Kippur, we do we're nidche all, all fasts, and uh, they all push off to Sunday, it has a light, slightly lesser status in halacha, though not significantly, but somewhat. Either way, this is the Gemara's answer. So Amar Le Rav Shimon ben Lakish Rav Yochanan, hang on one second. I, this is not a good Mari Makom to learn from. Why not? Three lines from the bottom, Samach Vavam Abbez. Says the Gemara Ema, I could have argued that your drasha should have been different. What should your drasha have been on the Pasuk of Ish Ish? So says the Gemara, Ish Nidche Pesach Sheni. Maybe we should say that, yes, the individual should be pushed off if he's Tameh. He should not do the Korban HaTamid on Yudalid of Nisan because he's Tameh, but he's Nidchet to Pesach Sheni Yudalad Iyar, so that's fine. But maybe, maybe the second part of your drasha, Rav Yochanan, was wrong. Maybe what we should have said about the Tzibur is not that a Tzibur would do the, do the Korban even if there's Tameh, but rather maybe we would have argued Tzibur, less the Hutakanta, Loba Pesach Risham, Loba Pesach Sheni, that that year, the Tzibur won't do a Korban Pesach. That's a wild idea. But really, fundamentally, what Rav, Sh- what, what Rav Shimon ben Lakish is saying to Rav Yochanan is that the way that you made your drasha was arbitrary. You said that an Ish, that an individual who's Tameh, he gets pushed off. But a Tzibur doesn't get pushed off, they could have the Korban right now. Okay, but, but why? maybe not. Maybe the reason why the Ish is, uh, maybe the first part is still correct, but it's, the second part's not correct. Maybe a Tzibur loses out on the opportunity. The, two, the whole the whole Tzibur is Tameh, so done. This year's Korban Pesach is a fail. Okay. So therefore, Rav Shimon ben Lakish doesn't like it, and he therefore recommends his own answer. Amr Rav Shimon ben Lakish, two lines from the bottom, he says, Mehacha, where do we know that the, the Korban Pesach can be brought when the Tzibur is Tameh? We learn it from a different Pesach. The Pesach reads, Ve'ishlechu min kol that from the machane we kick out, we send out a tsarua, someone who's a mitzora. We kick out a zav, someone who's had this type of um, medical illness emission, which we've learned about many times since the beginning of shas. nefesh, and anyone who's going to be tame tumas mes. So says the gemara. What might I have thought? Yomar, I might have thought in the pasuk that it should have been a different pasuk. It should have said tamei mesim. The Pasuk should definitely speak about a Tameh Mace, but the Al Yomar Zavadum Tzorayin, maybe the Pasuk should have excluded, the Pasuk should not have even written about, only tell me about Tameh Mace, but leave out the case of Mitzorah and Zav. Why? Bani Omer, and I would have made the following Svarah on my own without a Kodesh Baruch Hu penning a few more words in the Torah. We know that every word in the Torah, every letter, every drop of ink is critical. It's critical. We don't waste a single one. 
So if that's true, says the Gemara in the name of uh, Rav Shem ben Lakish, I don't understand. Why did the Pasuk speak about kol tzaru v'kolzav? All I needed was v'chol nefesh. Why is that all that I would have needed? Because ve'ani omer, bottom line, samach what could I have argued? In tmei nefesh mishtalchen, if in fact it's the case that the tmei nefesh, people who are tamei mes are sent out of the, uh, sent out of the machane, then zavanum tzoraim l'kol shekein, we should assume that zavanum tzoraim, that they are even worse than a tamemes, not as mentioned, because uh, their their liquids are problematic. Rashi, Dibra Maskal, zavanum tzoraim, five lines from the bottom. Rashi says, chamur mitmeemes, and sharetuma yotza alehen migufan, because that which is uh, discharged from their body will be problematic. So therefore, it, we need to find a reason why then did the Torah include in this pasuk not only tamay mace but also zavin sarua so starting at the top of samach zayin the gemara explicates more it must therefore be that there is a time there is a scenario there must be a case where a zav and a mitzora will be kicked out of the machana but a tamay mace can stay when is that now we have our second answer this is rav yochanan this is rav shimon ben lakish's answer and he's saying we see from the fact that the Pasuk includes that which is seemingly obvious of the Zav and the Tzaruah, because we could easily make a Kalva Chomer to include Zav and Tzaruah in the category. We therefore see that because they're included, that there's a scenario where Tamei Meis has a heter that the other two don't. What would that be? That's Pesach. So this is the answer of Rav Shimon ben Lakish to our question, which is, how do we know, or I should say, from where do we know that when there is a tomb of Bitsibar that we're still allowed to bring a Korban Pesach, and the answer is from this Pasuk, from the extraneous words of Zav and Mitzorah, the Pasuk reads literally, Kol Tzaruah we therefore <laughs> learn that uh, one is allowed to bring the Korban Pesach if it's a Pesach HaBa Good. Amar Abaye, hold on one second, Rav Shimon ben Lakish. Now, they were two generations apart, uh, so was, they may not have been dialoguing directly with one another. Amar Abaye, what you're saying is true. Ihachi, lemanami, then maybe we should have had the Pasuk say something different. Yomar Zabut Meimes, and maybe the Pasuk should have only said the case of Zab and Tameimes, Val Yomar Mitzora. If you wanted to make your point, that there's something unique about Tuma, then I don't need both Zav and Mitzorah. You said that Zav and Mitzorah were extra, and because Zav and Mitzorah were extra, we could learn something unique about Tamemes. But, but then only bring one of them. Only bring the case of Zav, for example. Yomar Zav Utmei fourth line, Samach Zayin, Aban Aleph, Ve'al Yomar Mitzorah, and I would have figured out Mitzorah on my own, Ba'ani Omer, and I would have said Zav Mishtaleach, if in fact, in fact a Zav is kicked out of the Machaneh, the Zav who has this discharge, so then Mitzorah lokol shekein all the more so, and I could have learned the same deal. Ella, therefore, it must be something different. Yesh lechasha must therefore be, says Abai, that there must be a scenario shemitzorayin mishtalchen ve'ein zavin mutmei mesi mishtalchen, namely, according to Abaye, this pasuk is very layered. It doesn't look layered, but it really is layered. Tamei meis is the lowest level of tuma. Zav is the next level. Mitzor is the most chomer. So when you look at it that way, and we're going to question a lot of these presumptions when we get into the into the Gemara a little bit later, but each of these teach a unique thing. According to uh, according to the approach of Rav Shem Ben Lakish, the fact that it says uh, Tamei meis and Zav and Mitzora teaches us that you can bring a, the Korban Pesach when it's a Pesach Ababetum. And then um, Abaye nuances it still further to say the following. And that can't be. 
the inference that the, the excessive language of Mitzorah, which really logically is not necessary because all I needed in the Pasuk was Zav. Once we have Zav in the Pasuk, I could have assumed Mitzorah. So then we have an extra word, but that extra word leaves an implication that doesn't make sense, which is what? And the implication is, says the Gemara, that a Zav and a Tameh Meis are not Mishtachin. They don't get kicked out of the Machane. But that can't be. And says the Gemara, if you want to say that it's true, that Zav and Tameh Meisim are not Mishtachin, are not kicked out of the Machane for the Korban Pesach, that's not correct. Pesach, if you have a case where most of the Tzibor is Tameh, what does the Mishnah say? Lo yochlu mimenu zavim v'zavos nidos v'yodos. We see explicitly in a Mishnah, this Mishnah, where is this located? We'll see it a little bit later in the Masechta and Daf Tzadihei. So we see explicitly in the Mishnah that a zav is excluded. So because of the methodology that Rav Shimon ben Lakish was using to understand the Pasuk, and because of Abaye's very, very detailed question of, hey, hey, hold on one second. You can't learn Tameh Meis because it says Zav and Sarua. Sarua is extra. We only needed Zav. So the fact that it says Sarua leaves an implication that can't be. And therefore, says the Gemara, and had it been that they did that, they would be Pater. So therefore, the answer of Rav Shimon ben Lakish doesn't work either. So therefore, says the Gemara, 10 lines down or so, Mikra Kama. Really, we're going back to the first Pasuk, not Mikra in reading, but Mikra. It's on the first Pasuk that we quoted earlier. This was the answer of Rabbi Yochanan. And if you look back five lines from the bottom, the Pasuk that he quoted was Ish Ish Ki Yatame Lenefesh. And how does how does Abai understand that? So it says in Gemara, in Cain, with all of the challenges that, that uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish had with our Gemara, so with all of those challenges, which is that we, we it wasn't muhrach the way that, that Rav Yochanan made his drasha. Maybe the drasha about Sibur wasn't to teach you that Sibur is mutter to have a, a korban Pesach be brought when it's Pesach above a tumah. But maybe it's to say that they're never eligible. So says the Gemara, in Cain, if, what, if that concern was true, nichtob rachman ish kishiyatame. Why does the Gemara have, why does the Torah have to say the word Lenefesh? Lenefesh Lamali. We could have learned the message that Rav Yochanan was trying to teach even without the word Lenefesh. And if that's true, what does the word Lenefesh come to teach me? If you want to say that the word Lenefesh is to teach us the following, that if you want to say that that word is coming to teach me that that he himself uh, he's nidchel pesach sheni because he's tamei meis. Okay, nebach the person can't bring the korban himself, but he can have. He, once he's no longer tamei meis, he'll get the uh, get the paraduma. He'll get hazah, and then he'll be fine. So then, I, a month later, Nisan is followed by Iyar. So then, I knew that Iyar he can bring the pesach sheni. But Tanya, that can't be. Yachol lo yehu osin pesach sheni al tamei meis in b'shaya b'derech rechoka zavinum tzaroinu boal enidos minayin. How do we know that others are included as well? Tamal omar yishish. So then if that's true, then Lenefesh, the Kosev Rachman Alamali, because then it's not only for Nefesh. We see that it's also included for Mitzorah and for other people as well. So then the word Lenefesh is not specific to Mesim anymore. So therefore, Lenefesh, the Kosev Rachman Alamali. So it says, Abaye, how are we supposed to understand the word Lenefesh? Ella, this is Pshat. Ish, Nirche, 
Pesach Sheni. Yes, it's correct that if there's an individual who's Tomei then he would not do the Korban Pesach Bizmanu on Yud Dalad Nisan, but would do it on Pesach Sheni Yud Dalad Iyar. And they would do, they, the Tzibor, if it was a Pesach Ababetuma, where most of the people were Tamei, at that time, we would still bring the Korban Pesach. Again, all of this is very nuanced in regards to the Psukim, but this is how Abaye re-understands Rav Yochanan's Pasuk that we started with today to answer our question of how do we bring a Korban Pesach when it's a Pesach Ababetuma, when, when we have most of the Tzibor that's Tamei. So says the Gemara, that's how we would understand it. When can they do this? Only when it's Tamei Meis. End of, the, end of this discussion as we get to the halfway point. So this is how the Gemara explains our question and answer. I'll just to review, uh, I'll just do the question and the final answer. We asked, what is the deal? How do we know that if there is a Pesach HaBa that if you have a scenario where most of the Jews are Tamei, how do we bring the Korban Pesach? that it's Mutar, Korbanos Nitara. What can you do if you're Tamei? So we answer it's based on the Pasuk of Ish Ish, and the word Lenefesh is chiseled down to help us have more clarity that only Lenefesh, only when someone is Tamei Mesa is that Mutar, but not if they have other issues of Zavim, Zavos, Nidos, and Boali, Nidos, whatever they are. So then the Gemara is going to shift over just a drop to focus in on uh, on a discussion about a mitzorah. We know that when a person is a mitzorah, they are kicked out of the machana, they are michutz la machana. So Amar Rav Chizah, halfway down, Samach Zayin Amar Aleph, Rav Chizah says, mitzor shenechnas lifnim mimichitza so pater. The mitzor is supposed to be totally outside of the machana. We know, of course, that there's a machana, kahuna machana, leviya machana, yisro. They're outside of all three camps. So what happens if they break the rule and they are nichnas lifnim mimichitza so So it says uh, Rav Chizah that they're pater. Why are they potter? Shinemar Badad Yashav and says the Gemara, skipping the parentheses, Hakasub Niskula Ase. There's a connection to an Ase. If, in fact, a Mitzorah were to break his rule and enter from his place of Machana into the Machana Yisrael, so yeah, it's Aser, but there's no Malchus, you're going to be potter because it's a Lav Hanitak Ase. This is a principle that's famous throughout Shas. We just saw it a couple of blad ago. I don't want to take the time to find it, but we didn't see it so long ago. Um, oh, I found it right. It's on Samach Kimmel. So it's on Samach Kimmel. We were reminded of the principle, and this is how we paskin, that when a person does an Iser Deoraisa, and it's an Iser Deoraisa, she Yeshbo Maisa. You're checking off all the boxes. You've done an Iser Deoraisa. It's an action-oriented Iser Deoraisa. However, the box you don't check off is that it's not an Iser that's in isolation. The Torah presents a remedy to your Iser in the Torah. The famous example of this is Gzela, that when a person steals something, something, so there's no Malkos there. Why is there no Malkos by Gzela? You eat a cheeseburger, there's going to be Malkos. You eat a whatever. There's going to be a lot of things that have Malkos. But this, there will be no Malkos if you steal. Why not? Because along with the with the lav was also the assay of the Gazal. And when we have a lav, when you have a, the, a Torah Isra, it's a real lav, it's a real Isra Doraisa, but the Torah builds in the remedy of the assay. So then the halacha is that your potter from Malko. So here too, this mitzorah should have been michutz lamachana entirely. He entered in, that's an Isra Doraisa. Where are the Malkos? This says there are no Malkos because it's a lav so says the Gemara, really? Is that true? That there's no Malkos? Asibe, we have a Brisa that doesn't seem to agree with that. Excuse me, it's a Tosefta. Masoras Ashasi writes, it's a Tosefta. Where is it? It's in Maseches Kalim. 
So this Tosefta doesn't agree with Rav Chizda, and that's a problem. Tosefta is Tanaim, Rav Chizda is an Amora. So how can we figure all of this out? So it says the Gemara as follows. The Gemara says, uh, exactly the opposite. If you have a Mitzora who goes inside the Machana, inside the Machana Yisrael, from Michutz the Machana, he gets Malkos, Rav Chizda. What are you talking about? You're, he's potter because of a lavanita class, eh? but the Tosefta says explicitly, and they're they're before you. You you gotta you gotta tip your hat to the Tosefta. Rafhizda, what are you talking about? Says the Gemara, let's finish the Brysa and then we'll answer our question. Zavin They too, a Zavin, a Zava, they're not supposed to be in a certain area in the Machana. If they're Nichnas, they also get Arbaim. The Tamemes Motorlikanis the Machana Levia. We also know that a Tamemes is allowed to be in the Machana Levia. Below Tamemes Bilvad, not only a person who's Tamemes, Ella, lo, excuse me, below Tamemes Bilvad Amru, it's not only a Tamemes, a person who, who is who was in contact with the mace is allowed to enter the machana levia. El afilu mace atzmo, even the mace himself, the avia vosatuma, is allowed to enter the machana levia, the, the, the uh, encampment of the levi, who has a higher level of kedusha. How do we know that this is true? Afilu mace atzmo, shenemar, vaikach moshes, atzmos, yosef imo, and we make a drasha, imo bimachitsaso. Moshe was a levi. Moshe was from the family of levi. Okay, so if that's true, so we can see that even a Tamimes, we make a Jitsura Drasha, it's not explicit in the Torah, but we says that he brought the Atmos Yosef Imo, and the Gemara says, Imo so he brought him even within the Machana Levia. So in the Machana Levia, we see that it's Mitzvah. End of the end of the Tosefta. So there's our question. Rav Chizda told us that if a Mitzvah goes from Yichut the Machana into the Machana Levia, which is an Isser Doraisa, but he's Pater because it's a Lav Hanitak but the Tosefta said the exact opposite. So answers the Gemara Tanoehi. It's a machlokes in the Tanoim. And this b'risa is going to carry our uh, our rest of the day today until we finish it toward the bottom of Samach Zayin of Abbez. Detanya, the b'risa writes, Badad Yoshav. The Pasuk says that he should be sitting alone. This is in reference to the Mitzorah. The Pasuk reads as follows. Kol yimei asher hanega bo yitma tamei hu badad yeshev nichutz lamachane moshavo. His moshav is outside of the machane. So back in the Gemara, Detanya badad yoshav levado yoshav. Shelo yehu tmei nacherim yoshven imo. He's totally by himself. He's completely alone. So of course in Hashkafa, we've always heard this reference. Why is the Mitzorah so isolated? Why is he more than any other form of tuma? Why tuma? Why is he so isolated? So of course we know that mitzora is an onesh of lashon hara. So it's mida kenegin mida. You couldn't keep your mouth shut. You kept talking lashon hara. Badad yeshev. You're done. You're outside. You're not welcome here anymore because the last time you were here, you were hore gimel because we know that kol hamisaper lashon hara that they kill three people. They kill the speaker, they kill the listener, and they kill the person that they're talking about. So you can't be with people right now. You're michutz the machana. Your badad yeshev. You belong all by yourself. Okay. So it says the Gemara that the badad yeshev has to be alone. Maybe the Zav and the Tamei Mei should be in the same camp. In the plural. Rabbi Yehuda was the author of all of this. These few comments about Badad Yeshev, that no other Tamei can be with him, and that the Zav and the Tamei Mei have different camps. Your drush about Badad Yeshev we don't need. 
Because the Pasuk reads, The Pasuk says, Without you, without your drasha, that the tsarua and the zav and the tmei nefesh all have to leave the camp. So says the Gemara, uh, Yomar, maybe the Pasuk should have said, It should have just said, Maybe it shouldn't have said anything about the zav. Says the Gemara, Van Yomer, I could have made the drasha on my own. How could I have made the drasha on my own? Tamei mesim mishtalchen. People who are tamei mes, they're the ones who get kicked out of the camp. Zavin lo kol shekain. All the more so a zav, as we've already learned twice today, that the zav is more chamor than the tamei mes. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, why then did the pasuk have to explicate the zav? Leave it out. If I could have learned the zav from the tamei mes, don't mention it again. The Torah's real estate is the most precious real estate of all. Kodesh Baruch Hu is not going to put in any extra words. We're all, all of Shas is trying to understand Ratzon Hashem. Why did Hashem put the word Zav in this Pasuk? We could have learned it from, from the Tamei Meis. It says the Gemara, to say that it, it can even be in the Machan Elavir. Yomar Zav, Yomar Mitzorah, same question we asked in a previous Brisa. I don't understand. If we can learn Mitzorah from a Zav, then we should leave out the Mitzorah. Why bother? Why bother adding it? Maybe I could have argued. Uh, I could have made the same logic that a Zav, because I know the status of a Zav. And he's Mishtalach, he's kicked out of the camp. The Mitzorah, who's even more Hamur than the Zav, if that's the case, we ask on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, why did you add the word Mitzorah into the Pasuk? What was Ratzon Hashem over here? So answers the Gemara, that we're able to have it in the third Pasuk. So, this is the uh, shita of Reb Shimon pushing back on Reb Yehuda that your whole drasha that you made in the beginning of this uh, of this brisa is unnecessary. So says the Gemara finally closing out this brisa. And he says, we therefore see that the word badad yeshev was not to teach me what camp they're in, but was to teach me that it was a lava nitak to start with for the mitzvah to go into the wrong place. And therefore, Reb Yehuda was of the opinion that when a Mitzorah goes into another Machana, he is going to be Chayv in Malkos. He will be Chayv in Malkos. But Reb Shimon was of the opinion that it was a Lav Hanitak And that answers the Gemara. We started out by asking against Reb Chizda. Reb Chizda said that if a Mitzorah goes into the Machana Yisrael, that he's going to be Chayv, uh, but he did an Isra Doraisa, but there's no Malkos because it's a Lav Hanitak That was Reb Chizda. And then we saw a brisa, a tosefta, that said exactly the opposite. How do we answer it? Machlokas Tanaim. Reb Chizda was holding like the sheet of Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon was of the opinion that the words badad yeshev, that he should sit by himself, was a tzivui for the mitzorah who broke the rule and went into the machan Israel to go back out. It's a lavanita klase. Therefore, like Reb Chizda said, that you're putter from Malkos. Masha'in came the tosefta and the sheet of Reb Yehuda. Those two sheetas are aligned to say that there is uh, an Isser Malkos. There is an Isser Daraisa along with Malkos. Throughout the Gemara today, we've seen that there's been a certain pecking order between Zav and Tomei Mason, the Torah, and right now we're going to be analyzing that. It says the Gemara, we're four lines from the bottom of Samach Zayin and Manal. says the Gemara, my de Zav What is the reason why a Zav is more Chamer than Tomei Mason? Remember the question we asked twice today is if a Pasuk says Tomei Mason, don't bother saying Zav. Because a zav is more chamor. So what's the difference? Says the Gemara, shekain tuma yotzeh lav migufo. Things that are discharged from the body have a status of avatuma. So it's more chamor. So says the Gemara, 
not really. Adarab, I would have argued the exact opposite. Tamemes chamor. Maybe we should have argued that the tamemes is even more chamor than a zav. Why? What's what's the reason we should assume that? Because we know that if a person is tamemes, they have to be be made tahor by the paraduma, and they have to get to the haza on shlishi and shvi on the third and seventh day from the time they were exposed to the tuma, and that's not true by the world of azov. So we see you wanted to say that maybe the zav is more chumr because it discharges and the saliva and the discharges are okay, but but we have a chumrah by uh, by tamemes that doesn't apply to zav. Says the Gemara, you're right. That wasn't the intention of the uh, of the Gemara. Amar Kra, it was Tame and Bechol Tame, two parts of the Pasuk, the Rabos, Tame Sheretz. So that's what the Gemara is saying, just to say that uh, to include Tame and Sheretz, but it, it wasn't specifically meant to create such a pecking order. The Zav Chamur, Mi Tame Sheretz. That's what it was coming to teach you that a Zav is more Chamur than a, than a Tame Sheretz. Says the Gemara, my Chumre, why is a Zav more Tame than? a Tmei Sheretz. Why is it more Chamor, I should say? Answers the Gemara, Kedah Amran, like we already just stated above, the Zav's discharges are considered to be the Avatuma itself, and that's very problematic, says the Gemara. Well, okay, but still, I could have argued the opposite, that maybe the Zav is not more Chamor than the Sheretz, because Adirabba, maybe we could have said the opposite. Sheretz Chamor Shekain Mitame Ve'ones. See, we know as a rule, we actually learned this in a previous Masechta, that if a person sees the discharge of a Zav because of an Ones, they were scared, they were kind of moving in a certain way, which generated the, the Zav discharge, that if you're, then that's not Tumas Ziva. Tumas Ziva cannot be the Ones. So it says the Gemara, whereas the Tuma of a Sheretz is even Metame Ones, but the Tuma of a Zav is not Metame Ones. So we have a Chumrah by the Sheretz, which doesn't apply by the Zav. So why then would the Gemara make an assumption that the Tumas Sheretz is less Chamor than the Tumas Zav? Answers the Gemara, Amre, no, we still could hold on to this, turning to the top of Samach Zayin of Bebeis, We do have a scenario where a Zav could become Tame, even though his discharge was due to an Ones. How so? Says the Gemara, Da'amar Rapuna, second line, Samach Zayin Amid Beis, Da'amar Rapuna, Re'iya Rishona Shal Zav Metama Be'ones. You're right. You can't become a Zav Gadol with multiple discharges. A person cannot become a Zav Gadol by, by Ones. That's not possible. But the first status of a Zav Katan, a regular Zav, a Zav, a Zav who only saw a single discharge, that first discharge of the Zav, that is still considered to be an Ones like Ravuna, and therefore we do still have a Chumrah of Zav over Tumas Sheretz. My Chumrah de Mitzora, why did we assume at some point in the Gemara that the, that the Mitzora is greater than Zav? Remember, we asked this twice as well. Why bother saying the word Mitzora in the Torah? What was the Kodesh Baruch Hu trying to teach us? We could have learned that from the word Zav. We could have made a Kalva Chomer, implying, of course, the Mitzora is more Chamor than Zav. So my Chumrah de Mitzora mi Zav. Why do we assume that a Mitzora is more Chamor than Zav? Shekain, Ta'un, Priyo, Frima. This is a Pasuk in the Torah. The Pasuk says that by a Mitzora, he needs Priya, he has to grow out his hair, Frima, he needs his clothes to be torn. He has chumras, the Mitzorah has chumras by him that don't apply by the world of Zav. Says the Gemara, Adarabah, I could have argued the exact opposite. Zav chumras, she came to Tamei Mishkav Moshav, because we know that a Zav is going to be Tamei B'Mishkav Moshav. that if a, the Zav uh, puts his weight onto a mattress, that mattress becomes like him. 
That's a big chumrah. Not only that, but also if he just simply moves, literally just moves a klicheres, done. You are considered to be, you've made that into a, into a problem. So the zav has chumras as well. So why then would we assume that a mitzorah is more chumr than a zav when I've already given you multiple scenarios in which a zav is more chumr than a mitzorah? So says the Gemara, Amar Kra, you're right, you're right. Zav v'chol zav, the Pasuk says uh, both of those languages. Uh, the Pasuk reads like this, the Pasuk says, Tzav es'bnei Yisrael v'yishalachu min ha-machane kol tzarua v'chol zav. V'chol t'me'nafesh, so it says v'chol and it says of the rabos balkeri u'metzora, chamur, l'rabos balkeri, kama, to include a person who has seen zera. Umitsora chamur mi balkari. Really, what the Gemara meant to say is that a mitsora, a person who has tsaras, they're more chumr than a balkari. Says the Gemara, what's the chumra of the mitsora? Umay chumre. What's the reason why you say that a mitsora is more chumr than a balkari? So kidamra, like we said earlier, that there's priya ufrima, that the mitsora has to grow out his hair and his clothes have to be torn. That's a chumra by mitsora that doesn't apply to balkari. Says the Gemara Adaraba, there's a chumra by Balkari, that's not true by anything else. What's the Chumrah by Balkari? Balkari, Chumrah, Shekin, Metama, Bimashu. Even the tiniest drop of Zera will be Metame. That's not true by other areas. Usually we have a Shear of Isser. There's no Shear of Isser. According to this Shita, there's no Shear of Isser by, by Balkari. So there's a Chumrah by Balkari that's not true by Mitzora because a Mitzora has to be at least the size of a Gris. The size of a gris and uh, the way we treat it in halacha is the size of a U.S. penny. It's about 19 millimeters. So uh, I think it's 19 millimeters. I think that's how we measure it. The, the halachas of a gris come up most practically in the world of ksamim and hilchos nida. If a woman is in her shevenikim uh, and there is a blood stain on the garment, which is the appropriate color, the garment is mikabal all the parameters. So the, the, the postkin gave a kula by ksamim. The kula by ksamim, the leniency for a woman who sees a discharge on a white garment or on white sheets, whatever the case may be, if it's mamish white, that's actually dumb. So the postkin write that if a woman sees a discharge during shev and akim uh, on a white undergarment or on white sheets, that if it's less than a gris, then she's tahora. Afal if it's red as can be, it doesn't make a difference. She's not anita yet. She's not in need at all, nothing. As sometimes women spot for a hundred reasons. When a woman goes to a doctor to get an examination, you gotta ask a hundred questions. Is the, uh, are they gonna be doing an internal exam as it relates to the cervix? Is any bleeding that, that should be expected from the, from the vaginal wall instead of from the, you know, so many questions to ask. But it, it, even if it is cervical blood, even if it is cervix blood, it doesn't make a difference. At the end of the day, if that blood is less than a gris, which is again it's almost two millimeters, almost two centimeters, so then potter. So we see that there's a shear by mitzora called a gris, but when it comes to shechva zera, when it comes to balkari, there is no shear. It says the Gemara. Why then would you assume that mitzora is more chamur than the world of balkari? Answers the Gemara. Savar Rav Nasan. The reason why is because by balkari we hold like Rav Nasan. What does Rav Nasan hold? One third of the way down, Samach Zayin Amibes. Titania Rav Nasan Omer Mishum Rabbi Shmuel Zav Tzarech Kechasimas Pi Haama V'lahodu Lochachamim V'iskeshlei. Bal Keri Lazav. He says that when it comes to a Zav, so we typically assume that a Zav doesn't have no shear. There has to be enough discharge to fill the opening of the Aver. In English, it's called the meatus, where the urine actually exits the body from. <laughs> and that can have a certain diameter, a millimeter, two millimeter, whatever it is. So there says the Gemara that until the Zav's discharge is Kichasimas Piha Ama, 
to be able to fill the opening of the urethra, so then it's not considered to be a zav. The Chachamim didn't agree. However, the Iskash lay Balkari Lazav. So now we see that the Balkari is equivalent to a zav, and because the Balkari is equivalent to a zav, so therefore we see that we taka do have a shear by Balkari, in which case the Chiddush, to say that there's a Chiddush by Balkari that doesn't exist by Mitzvah is not true. It's no longer the case that a Balkari is Pimashu. It is a very small amount, Taka, it's true, but still there's a shear. It's not stop. Says the Gemara, Bechol Tsarua Lamali. Why then does the Pasuk have to say the words Bechol Tsarua? Answers the Gemara, a strange answer. I did exceed Kolzav, Tsivnami Kol Tsarua. What a weird answer. This is the Pasuk in the Torah. Now, normally when we hear this answer, I did a ton of Resha X, ton of Seifa X, that's very common, but we, we have a logic for that. We have a tradition that the Mishnais were were supposed to have been written in a way that were memorable, that were easier to recall and to repeat. But this is a Pasuk in the Torah. It's a very, very strange answer. But nevertheless, the Gemara does give this answer. The reason why it says the whole Tsarua is I did the custom holds of. We wanted there to be a congruence between that and the end of the Pasuk, Sivnami called Tsarua. Okay. After all of these drushas, Rabbi Yehuda is the one on the hook. Rabbi Yehuda, you and the Brisa who argued in regards to the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, uh, the Brisa where we quoted on the bottom half of Samach Zayin Manalev, Rabbi Yehuda, you you got some problems in answering the question. Shapir Kamar Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon gave a great shot in the Psukim. Why didn't you give shot in the Psukim the way that he did, defining coal and the prioritization of Zav versus Natsora versus Tamimes versus Balkari? Why didn't you learn like him? He says, I couldn't have, because that language of kol we use that for the following pasuk. What is the, for the following b'risa? The b'risa writes, Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, Let's say it was a Pesach HaBabetuma, and Dachku, uh, people pushed in, the Zavin and the Mitzorayin, they all ran into the Mikdash. Maybe they would be Chayev, Yachol Yuchayev, and Talmud Lomar, this pasuk, <coughs> Excuse me. This is true when Tmei Mesim are Mishtalchen. Zavin Umtsorayin Mishtalchen. And as well, uh, and as well, Zavin Umtsorayin, they should also be Mishtalchen. Ain Tmei Mesim Mishtalchen. Ain Zavin Umtsorayin Mishtalchen. But if the Tmei Mesim are not going to be kicked out, so then the same would be true by Zavin Umtsorayin. And even if they were Dochek, even if they forced their way in, the halacha is that they would not be Chayv. We're going to stop here at Omar Mar and pick up Emir Tzashem tomorrow night for Daf Samaches. Wishing you all a beautiful night. What?